0: You're listening to Brave Not Perfect with Rashma Sajani, presented by Anchor and Girls Who Code. Hey, all my Brave Not Perfect change makers, Welcome back. Thank you so much for sending me all of your awesome questions. We have some really, really, really good ones this week. This is one of the favorite things that I do in my podcast is hear from you. Um, you make me think and you inspire me and, and I love hearing from you. So please keep sending them in.
1: Hi. I was wondering if you had any advice for a younger girl in the tech and coding world and how to get started. Thanks.
0: Hey, Grace. Thanks so much for your question about how do you get started. So the first thing I would say is either get our book, Girls Who Code, Learn to Code, Change the World. Either buy it or go to your library and check it out. And what I love about that book is it helps you just kind of learn the basics. Like, what does coding mean? You know, how do I get started? What are some What are some things that girls have done, built, or created? The second thing I would tell you to do is, you know, so much of coding is problem solving. So I know Grace that there's probably a problem that you care about, something that maybe happened to you, something that's happening in your community or the world, something that if you knew how to code, you could help solve. I'd love for you to think about what that problem is and how you think. You could use technology to solve that problem. The third thing is, I want you to get some practice in learning how to build or create or take things apart. I love to go to maker fairs because at maker fairs you can, you know, you get into the practice of of building and creating and, and learning what you can do when you can build or create. So check one out in your community. And finally, of course, I'm going to say this: like sign up for a Girls Who Code club. And if there isn't a Girls Who Code club at your school or your library, send me a note and I'll make sure that we start one. Thanks, Grace.
1: Rushma, thank you so much for the podcast. This is Sophia from the Sophia Chang Show. And my question is about how do we apply the bro coaching ethos of hustling to something that's more appropriate to us as women? So for instance, I have health limitations. I'm recovering from a traumatic brain injury. I also run estrogen, not testosterone. You know, I would rather be a housewife cooking at home, but I'm not that lucky. So I have to hustle. But I don't want to. I'm tired all the time. So, how do I prove that we are dedicated, committed, hard workers without having to drain our adrenals? You know, so I'm really looking forward to your answer. I too come from an overachieving Asian immigrant family. And even now, when I record the podcast, I find myself skipping meals to try to finish the recording. This is not good. So, what do we do?
0: Sophia, thanks so much for your question. So when I think about hustling or or I think about bravery, I think that we can't use a dude's definition of what it means to be brave. I think we have to be brave like women. I think we have to hustle like women. And that means that you can't hustle when you're tired. So thinking about your self-care is really important. So you know, for me, some of the things I do is I really try to meditate every morning. You know, I try to work out four times a week. I try to find time for myself and I make an effort to not let my ambition run me down. And I'm not saying that it's easy, but I think the first way of achieving this is to change the definition of hustling.
1: Hi, Rushma. I was just listening to the podcast with Tiffany and she spoke about dropping the ball a little bit and I know you got into it a little bit with her. But I was wondering if you had any personal ideas of where dropping the ball, as she put it, can be a very useful strategy for business. I appreciate it, thanks.
0: William, awesome question. And you know, it was about how do you drop the ball in business in a good way? So the first thing I always think about is, so I'm someone who is obsessed about my email and I really shoot for inbox zero. And my husband always tells me that I'm nuts because I find myself constantly on email because I don't wanna have any emails that I haven't responded to. Obviously that makes me sometimes ineffective, inefficient. I don't find time to be creative. So one strategy that I have for dropping the ball in business is like, don't pursue inbox zero. The second thing I always tell my team is like, there's a difference between like, sometimes you wanna just get it done rather than get it right. Like oftentimes I tell people like, just give me, give me B plus work. You know what I mean? Like stop shooting for perfection. And sometimes when you're trying to get it perfectly done, we miss deadlines. You know what I mean? We're not, we're just constantly editing rather than innovating. So those are two strategies I think for, for dropping the ball in business. Thanks, William. Hi, Reshma. I'm a girl who codes,
1: and I really want to learn how to jumpstart a business after I finish making something. So it would mean the world to me if you could tell us. So yeah, thank you. Bye.
0: Hey, Val. So I loved your question about how do you jumpstart a business? So I think far too often we talk ourselves out of ideas. And so what I always do, or I would say is like, just do it. And it might be something as simple as if you have a business idea, what would you call it? Go buy the URL. If you have, you know, take a couple of steps that will take you one step closer to figuring out what your idea was. So f- for Girls Who Code, when I had the idea of starting Girls, teaching Girls to Code, first I came up with a name and it was Girls Who Code, and I bought the URL. Then I started having a series of meetings with just really smart people to help me figure out like what the idea was. And before I knew it, I had taken so many steps that it was too late to like go back. So I know this sounds really simple, but just do it, Val. Just start it.
1: Hi. So my name is Ruby Rios, and I'm from Kansas City, Missouri. Um, I was wondering, my city does not have a summer immersion or campus program. Um, how might I go about starting one here? Thank you so much.
0: Ruby, how are you? Thanks so much for your question. I have heard amazing things about you, that you're a rock star and you've started two clubs and you know Malala, like she's your BFF. So uh, thanks so much for your question. So I'm gonna take your um, your wish to the team and, and see what it would take to bring the summer program or trip campus uh, to Kansas City. But in the meantime, I'd love for you to start thinking about how you can continue to build community with the other clubs in Kansas City. And if there is an event or something that we can do together, um, the next time I am in Kansas City, I promise that I will I will look you up. Thanks, Ruby. Thanks for joining me for another episode of Brave Not Perfect. Got a question for me? Send us a note at podcast at gmail.com or call in directly via the Anchor app on your phone. Every week, I'll answer questions from listeners like you on topics ranging from women in politics, feminism, education policy, and diversity in tech, to what it's like running a company or just being a mom. I want to hear from you. Send me your questions. Until next time, this has been an episode of Brave Not Perfect with me, Reshma Sajani.